Good evening. You're in tune to the meeting of the Inner Circle, and this is Adama thanking you for being right where you are in this now moment of eternity. For those of you who are tuning via the World Wide Web, we are so grateful that you prefer to be with us than any other place on the planet. And for those of you who are the inner circle, the ones who make sure that you're always attuned to this frequency at this appointed time, I'm so grateful and so thankful that you care to be attuned because there are so many other things that you could be doing. And I am always feeling so blessed for the opportunity to allow my heart to speak. And every day, in some way, I am reaching deeper to reach higher so that I am ever more influential, ever more effective in inspiring you to really go deeper, reach higher, in standing in the integrity of the all that we each are as these points of this absolute and supreme intelligence that is all there is as existence itself. The issues that we find ourselves enthralled with are as a result of our being under a system that is divisive, a system that was founded and created by those who were out of alignment with the will of existence, the laws of existence, and who have consistently and continuously perpetuated that which literally needs not be perpetuated any longer, but are too pompous to really accept the error of their ways and feel that they have to continue in this way, but it is the progression of error and it adversely affects absolutely everything and everybody, which is why we have to come to that place and space within our own body temples, within our own commitments, within our own homes and everywhere that we show up, that we will step off the path of adulteration, step out of the programming and the indoctrination and the culture of death to real eyes, that there is one real eye that truly sees through every eye. And we're being called and we're being chosen and we're being urged to choose, to choose life, to choose light, to consciously apply ourselves towards being completely cleared of the trespasses and the violations every day. I'm hearing more and more stories about incest and rape and violation that has taken place in the bodies and the hearts and the minds of youth and children who are now maturing ones. And we are ready and accepting and having to face all of the things that have contributed to the beings that we are now or to our perception, perspective, our orientation. But the real orientation that we should have is that we are each these points of this absolute and supreme intelligence that is beginningless, endless, infinite, and eternal. There is nowhere it is not. We dwell in the reality of its presence, animated by it, designed divinely and divinely designed to be these points of it. And we are all immersed in nothing but the divinity of existence itself. But we have been socialized to not respect it, to disregard the divinity of, it, of, of our own being. And we have to come to a place where we understand that the forces that have taken responsibility, the institutions that have been created, that have taken responsibility to give us an orientation as to what it is to live, what it is to be successful in life, what our 
orientation is from capitalism or socialism or communism or whatever. But the issue is, is that none of it really takes into account that which truly ensures our progression, which is absolute law, absolute love, absolute light, absolute wisdom, absolute truth. And because we are under a global initiative that is depopulation and genocide, it matters that we are caring to align ourselves with that which beats our hearts and breathes us, that which has the world spinning, the earth spinning, and everything in progression except for the people. And but we can flip this script, we can change, we can reprogram, we can recreate ourselves and our experiences, our world. But we have to be daring to do it. We have to be caring to do it. It has to matter to us. But to be in a place where we are guilty bystanders, not innocent, because all of ones and ones who are trading their life currency for paper currency and then taking that paper currency and purchasing that which and consuming that which undermines their life currency in the form of the flesh of dead pigs and dead cows and dead chickens and dead turkeys and dead sea creatures and whatnot. There is no innocence in that. And just because it was our socialization within the realm of a death culture does not absolve us of responsibility to be ever more caring and considerate and searching and knocking and seeking. And we should have realized that there's a problem here and we should have been asking, knocking and seeking for the answers to the problems and the um, the way to transcend it, transform it, transmute it into something that is greater and towards our greater good than just being in a place where we're creating more sickness, illness, disease, degradation, divisiveness, dialysis, diabetes, discontent, dissatisfaction, despair, depression, all, all of this disenergy. We're in a now moment that requires us to really get to the root of what the issue is and to know that the root of the issue is that the forces of organized religion, and particularly that which has been instituted through the Catholic Church, and that which has been perpetuated itself as as the form of Christianity that many have had to be certified by these particular ones. It wasn't, you weren't left to your own devices. You had to go to school to go through a curriculum to be able to preach and minister and have churches and become pastors and bishops and cardinals and all of that under a system of indoctrination. And that system of indoctrination supports a death culture in feeding people the carcasses of dead animals when we were told not to kill. And so we have to really reassess everything when those who should be representing that which is a light for us in the midst of the ignorance, that they're ignoring that which is truth and light. And so we really have to come to a place in space where we are knocking and seeking and asking individually of ourselves, for ourselves, because we have seen that we cannot trust those who have taken responsibility to give us a disorientation, a miseducation, and supported us in being lawless, thoughtless, mindless incarceratable, trappable, and that we have aborted our natural gifts and skills and abilities to 
work jobs, maintaining and sustaining the status quo, maintaining and sustaining a prison industrial complex, maintaining and sustaining a military industrial complex in the death industries. And so for those of you who listen to this programming and other ones all over the Internet and WRFG and so many other programs who are speaking to the issues of the global warming and climate change and earth changes and the amount of ones and ones who are consciously raising up against them multinationals who are going into other people's places and bulldozing the rainforest and all of this stuff and killing activists and whatnot under the name of Coca-Cola and all of these other ones. But we work for these people. And I'm just saying is that we have to come to a place in space where you're going to have to choose whether you are going to serve life or whether you are going to continue to serve the forces of divisiveness And where we have to realize the right way to respond is to do nothing to undermine ourselves, to be in a place and space where we are exalting a full effort and a full life's urge to stand in wholeness and to stand in oneness and to stand in attunement and atonement with the intelligence of existence that is the intelligence of all beings directly and to realize that the issues that we are facing and the issues that we need to respond to correctly and directly are not just about black people. It's not just about black and white people. It's about all of existence itself, Mother Earth, Mother Nature, all of her creatures, in addition to all hues of humanity and humankind. But nobody has been absolved of the responsibility to be able to, uh, or being under the auspices of absolute laws. And those who've taken responsibility to give us a disorientation as to what life is should have taken responsibility to be rightly oriented so that they could truly prosper because there literally is no prosperity where you continue to do that which need not be done, where you continue to bulldoze the trees, you continue to create instability in the very earth that hosts us, you continue to violate the lives of everything and everybody you touch, we are in a now moment where the people themselves, we, the people ourselves, have to care to cleanse ourselves from the vileness of being violated and the violence that has been created through the murder and the subjugation, the domination, the bastardization, the usurpation of these creatures. The cows, the bulls, the turkeys, the chickens, the pigs, all of them. And then you're feeding off of their carcasses. You understand? And now that veganism and vegetarianism is is kind of trending, but they want you to continue to eat that which reminds you of what you used to do when you were seriously out of order eating the carcasses of dead animals wrapped up in breads and pickles and all of this stuff. But we have done this so much over time. And because you and and because the industry, the meat industry, has been feeding those animals that would have been naturally vegetarian, feeding them the carcasses of other beings, feeding them ground up um, sea creatures and whatnot, that the amount of disease that is going to come as a result of that, what is lurking, what is what is forming that has not yet come to visibility is going to impact and affect masses of people because there 
is no way to really prosper at the detriment of other ones. And so those who've been listening to this programming for a while, however long it's been, then there's something in you that has value for what it is I'm saying. There is that which is in you that has a care for truth. There is that which is in you that wants to be in a place where you have insight and a direct line of realization and revelation as to what is actually happening and what you can do about it. But I am not the one to support us in being helpless. I am the one who is encouraging us to realize that we have so much power in this now moment because we have the power to decide. We have the power of discernment. We have the power to really see things as they truly are. If we care to really be immersed in nothing but absolute truth. Because we were told to know the truth and the truth would make us free. But we cannot feel entitled to be killing ourselves. Feel entitled to undermine ourselves. Feel entitled to continue to immerse ourselves in degrees of inebriation and intoxication. And and, um, being out of alignment. Because we are violating ourselves and violating ourselves and not caring to walk in the truth of who we are as these points of this absolute and supreme intelligence that is beginningless, endless, infinite, and eternal. All of existence itself is absolutely divine. We cannot recreate it. We are able to manicure. We are able to shift and change the appearance of things, but we as a populace, we as a human pe- beings, we cannot create anything greater than existence itself. We can take of it from existence, we can mix it up, we can shift it up, change it, manipulate it, but we do not create anything. And we cannot live and be prosperous in violation of absolute law and the absolute law. Is absolute love, and love is the harmony of truth, and the truth is that every order of being, everything, every plant, every species, every animal, every bird, every insect, everything exists by virtue of the intelligence of existence, exists as intelligence of existence, and none of it was designed to rot in our body temples because our body temples are the temples for the dwelling of the true spirits of the living gods and goddesses and our body temples are under siege we have figured out these people have figured out a way to literally rob the temples of the living gods and goddesses of their treasures their wealth our riches our sensibilities our confidence our faith our knowing our alignment and our attunement rob us of our sense of rightness, righteousness. Put us in a place and space where we'd rather be whores and pimps and, and, and do anything for a dollar because we have lost our inherent purpose in being. And when you have lost your purpose in being, there literally is nothing else to lose because you have disconnected from destiny and destiny is off the planet. And so the path of adulteration, we have to look at this, the path of adulteration where we have been decreed and labeled adult by 21, 
then we know shame and game and blame and guilt and all manners of indiscretions and secrets and things that whittle away at our own degrees of self-confidence and self-worthiness and deservedness. And we are not really feeling the incredible sense of being, lightness of being that we should have in knowing that we are these points of an absolute and supreme intelligence that is beginningless, endless, infinite, and eternal, that we are here to master the course and the class of earth residency, that we should be mastering ourselves, our thoughts, that our living is our learning, our labor, our laughter, our peace, our truth, that we should really be enthralled with the gift of life itself. But no, instead the people are literally killing themselves, smoking themselves to death, drinking themselves to death, you understand, spewing themselves to death, and to feel entitled to be doing that which undermines their life to the degree to which it ends in death. But they believed that that was the finality, that was the eventuality, that was the natural culmination because the program that we have received under a death culture is a belief system based in lies. And putting ourselves in a place and space where Our lives upon the planet and our lives beyond the planet are in detriment because we are bystanding. We are not actively participating in recreating ourselves, in knowing that our feet are on the ground, but we are in space and we have opportunity to attune to that which is destiny in aligning ourselves through really uh, aligning our will and our actions and our choices and our character and our disposition with the intelligence of existence itself. And so in this now moment of eternity, I am always encouraging us to realize that it is a now moment of eternity, that the eternal order is what is. But being in eternity and being conscious and conscientious of dwelling as a citizen of the cosmic because the earth is in the cosmic and the cosmic is ever flowing, ever expanding, ever moving, ever alive. There's nothing dead like that. You understand we're in the presence of this absolute and supreme intelligence and we are being socialized to disregard it, to disrespect it, to disobey it, to disengage with it to put ourselves in a place where we are lost in space, that we are not present and we are not current. We have those who are lingering in in somebody's story about our history or whatever, and I'm saying, well, what particular history are you speaking to? And where we have been in default of our responsibilities, duties, obligations, and our debt to that which beats our hearts and breathes us, then then we can't really trust that people are able to look at what seems to be the facts and make the proper inferences to get to the truth without having a wholehearted desire for the truth. To be impassioned, to have every atom and every cell of our beings completely charged with our wholehearted desire for absolute truth. This is how you come to the truth. You cannot come to the truth just by doing research. You cannot come to the truth by just going and, and doing a Google search or a Yahoo search. You can't just come to the truth when you refuse to accept that your body is not designed to digest carcass. But the pathogens or the worms or the organisms that are permeating 
those carcasses? And why is it that we have a system that is committed to serving you the carcasses of dead animals when they have so much concern now as a result of how many people are dying in these restaurants from allergic reactions and bad food because you're already being fed the carcass of a dead animal. Really? Why would they continue to serve you carcass when they know that it's full of worms and it's full of pathogens and it is enough to kill you? And it is the foundation of all of the disease. But then they want you to think that you have to have it. You have to have protein. Where are you going to get your protein? Where are you going to get your protein? Where are you going to get your protein? What the hell is protein? Is it calcium, iron, phosphorus, manganese, you know, is it silica? What is it? Can you get it from the earth? If you don't get it from the earth, then where are you going to get it? Why do you need it? Your body makes it. We have to come to a point in place where we realize that all of this excess protein that you have been eating for breakfast, lunch, and dinner for 10, 20, 30, 40, 50 years is the foundation of the cancer. Because our bodies are designed perfectly and divinely designed so that we cannot digest carcass. We were not birthed by buzzards and vultures and hyenas and jackals. We are the spark of divinity that in maturity comes into conscious immortality and we should be birthed into the spirit worlds when we leave the planet as whole beings, as embryonic gods and goddesses, continuing on the path of conscious immortality and unfoldment as citizens of the cosmic, graduating into higher realms of existence for greater degrees of refinement and training on the path of God and Goddesshood. We're in a now moment that requires us to really care to reverse these issues that have crystallized in our tissues as a result of being fed garbage. We're in a now moment where it is the duty, obligation, and responsibility of each of us who has a beating heart and a br- and breath that we are realizing that the divine design of our body temples means that we have to breathe. We are breatharian first, and some people have already graduated to the point where they do not have to have solid food and realizing that none of us can survive on solid food, that what we must do, we must chew it, we must liquefy it through through chewing, through salivating, through digesting it and liquefying it so that we are able to extract from it any life force, life currency from the light, from the sun. And so our ideal food is actually fruit because it is a whole food. It has the water, it has the fiber, it has the nutrients. It goes through the system, it's easily digested and we get the energy from it right away. But then these people will tell you, oh, well, you should not eat fruit. You don't need fruit, it's too much sugar. 
but then they're telling you to eat the pastas, the rice, the beans, and continue to eat protein, continue to eat meat. Your kidneys are overwhelmed as a result of the high blood pressure medicines and whatnot that you have been on for 10, 12, 14, 15 years, and now you're on dialysis, and they're still telling you to eat protein three times a day and to limit your water to 32 ounces. So I'm just saying you are under the auspices of those who are sick people, and, and their sickness is is leading to the stupidity of everything and everybody in the sense that you see that you're not rightly oriented. You're not right because if you were right, then you would be healthy. If you were right, then you would be in a place where you really feel good about being the one you are. If you were right, then you would be on point and you would be on purpose. If you were right, you would not be serving the purposes of the corporate deities of death. If you were right, then you would be in right alignment with the intelligence of your being, which is divine itself, and you would not be having a problem in accepting your divinity and being rightly aligned and, and having a problem with being righteous and being godly. If you were right, and so I'm the one to encourage us to accept the reality that with each and every breath, the intelligence of existence has gifted itself to us. But it has also gifted itself to everything and everybody, and even those ones whose genetics have been manipulated, hybridized, the intelligence of existence is still there. They can manipulate things, they can but they and they can recreate and mix and match and all of that, but they can bring nothing forward into existence that is not already a part of the intelligence of existence. And with all the breeding that they do, they cannot weed out the intelligence of a being to exalt a full effort to live its life, to love its life. To experience the fear and the frustration, the anguish and the angst, the pain, the sadness, the depression that comes from being subjugated, violated, anesthetized, inebriated, stupefied. You understand? It's, it's the creatures can't take it. But then you feed off of their carcasses and we have more psychoses and more bipolarism and more schizophrenia and more of this desire that people have where they are overwhelmed with dying so they would just rather get it out the way. They are overwhelmed because they are stressed. They are stressed because they have never been properly nourished. They are stressed because they have no wherewithal. They're being robbed from the inside out of their right alignment in mind and perception and perspective as to the divinity of their being, to the power that they have, to the potency of who they are, what they are, how they are, and, and, and what the responsibility in being is. And so many ones are knowing that this there has to be something greater than working until you die, buying things and trading things and bartering things and having a life that's based in materiality, sensuality, sexuality, violation, usurpation, devastation. And so most people, after a while, they don't even want to live because they were not living this entire time. We're in a now moment where we must care to flip the script to right the wrongs, to accept duty, obligation, and responsibility on behalf of all of those who could not, who would not, who did not know how, but to know that we are in a now moment where we're being called to rise and we have access to everything that is required in order to do so. But you have to care. 
to be completely cleared, cleansed, purified, renewed, rebirthed, regenerated, rejuvenated, revitalized, revivified, and made whole as a living, loving, intelligent, potent, and immortal point of this absolute and supreme intelligence that is beginningless, endless, infinite, and eternal. We're living in the realm of eternity, and there is nothing guaranteed success except the establishment of the eternal order, the eternal government, and the reinstatement of those who arise. As these points of that absolute and supreme intelligence are otherwise the kingdoms and queendoms of light and the children of God. You're in tune to the meeting of the inner circle, and this is Adama, your voice of resurrection and heraldess of the eternal. And for those of you who are laying it down and falling off into la-la land, bless your hearts. I pray that you are resting peacefully, gratefully, in the arms of the ever-present. And for those of you who are getting up and getting your day started, happy new day to you. And take time to flow with your body's needs to facilitate the cleansing, the hydration, the oxygenation, the movement, opening up all channels of elimination so that you have access to more of yourself dwelling in the presence of the absolute. We're in a now moment where we realize that you can't fight and struggle and be free. The greatest degrees of freedom come in an obeyance and obedience to the absolute law that governs our being. And it's a surrendering and a submission because if you're fighting anything, then eventually, literally, you're fighting yourself. And so getting beyond what we are have grown familiar with in terms of the language of struggle and having an understanding that we have the power to speak the word and the word and the spells that we create with them can be in our best interest or not. And so we have to understand the language of liberation and understand how to apply ourselves wholeheartedly daily. In knowing how to free ourselves because the methodology of oppression has been to oppress us at our cellular functioning by feeding us and making available to us and miseducating us to think that the flesh of dead pigs and dead cows and dead chickens and dead turkeys and dead crayfish and dead conch and dead, 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 dead is food for us. And it really is not. It has never been. And that to realize that all of the hormones, the female hormones that are in the eggs, and how many eggs do you eat and have you eaten? And to know that the egg is the genetic information, chromosomes, and hormones of another being, a genetically modified being, that which doesn't exist naturally, 
in life, but only where it has been bred and cultivated. And so we can begin to really have a greater appreciation for what has developed as a result of the unnaturalness of our lives. And a lot of times people want to claim and say, well, it's not natural to do enemas. And it's not natural to do cleansing daily. And I'm saying, but it wasn't natural for us to be eating the flesh of dead animals three times a day, times seven days a week, times 30 days a month, times 365 days a year, times 10, 20, 30, 40, 50, 60 years, which is where the cancer, the heart disease, the diabetes, and all of this, the obesity is showing up. And so as a result of the defilement of the blood, we have to come to a point where we care to really cleanse It's not good enough to just change what it is you're eating. The cleansing is the thing that allows for the realignment in terms of the integrity of who we are, where we are no longer guilty and offensive of being complicit and complacent with our own cellular oppression by consuming and ingesting that which is violating the functioning of our own being. And so for those who work for McDonald's and Burger King and all of these other ones and and the struggle that they have for decent wages, there's no decent ways that you can get for the perpetuation of debt. You understand? See, this is the issue in terms of people not having an understanding and an understanding as to what the purpose in existence is. And we think that, okay, just having jobs, having jobs is not the purpose in existence. Mastering ourselves and understanding how to be in harmony with the laws that govern our being is what we're here to do. But because we were never given that in terms of our religious training, our education, our socialization, being brought up in a death culture, a culture that has raised itself on the backs, the bones, the blood, the sacrifices, the enslavement, the captivity, the disenfranchisement, marginalization of our Aboriginal, Indigenous, and Native people, and the destruction of the ecological balance and and the murder of billions of creatures, we have to understand that we can't participate in this and, and really prosper no matter how much you get paid. You understand? It doesn't matter how much you get paid when you are out of alignment with the purpose in existence and know that we have the responsibility to exalt a full living and a full effort in being in the integrity of who we are as these points of this absolute and supreme intelligence that we refer to as God. I'm at 4452389898. And because we've been fed all of this stuff is the reason we have not had a greater thought. And how you can eat all of this stuff and still get good grades in school, eat all of this stuff, been fed all of this garbage from the time that we were children and still get scholarships to colleges, eat all of this stuff and still get bachelor's degrees and master's degrees and PhDs and become doctors and lawyers and this and that and have not eaten well yet and been in a state of nutritional deficiency. That puts us in a place where our 
ethics are compromised. When violation is charged upon your blood, it is oppressive in the sense that you don't have the same leverage and light, don't have the same ingenuity. We don't have a commitment to wholeness when we just do what we were told to do and don't consciously seek to have a greater clarity as to what it is and feel as though, and this is a mistake that was made previously, in people thinking that our responsibility 50, 60 years ago was to have parity with, with ones and ones who are oppressive, the Jim Crow and all of, the, <clears throat> all of this, putting ourselves in a place and space where we just wanted to be treated well. But we didn't realize that there was something wrong with a people who feel entitled to be able to capture you, enslave you, hang you, rape you, beat you, sodomize you, declare that we're less than human and that there are no rights that we have, that they are responsible to respect. We didn't get it. We should have asked what makes a people this way, but we didn't understand the defilement of the blood. You cannot have the rotting, the decay and decomposition of pigs going on in your body temple and then be in your right mind. The rot, the decay and the decomposition of cows, the body parts of other beings and be in our right alignment with the integrity of who we are. As human beings, as men, as wombed men, as spirit beings, there's no way to do it. And for this to become and have become multi-trillion dollar industry and business in the breeding, the genetic modification, the usurpation of the land, the water, and the other beings that were already present in order to raise and graze cows so that they could be slaughtered and then their body parts be fed to people as food. Understand that this is a major violation. You understand it? And it's, and it's really not good enough for these fast food industries to now start selling veggie burgers. How can you trust the integrity of them anyway? They could tell you anything as they have been. You understand? So when they say billions served, we can say hundreds of millions killed and undermined and oppressed and suppressed and children at that. We have to be mindful of a system that undermines its children, that undermines the cellular functioning of every generation. And now we have to take responsibility for having participated with it and come to that place and space within our, within the solace and sanctity of our own body temples where we apply ourselves intensely, intentionally towards being completely cleared from participating in our own cellular oppression by reaching for the flesh of dead animals, the aborted fetuses of things, the pus and mucus of cows, and all of this artificially colored, artificially flavored, Nutrisweet, Aspartame-laden, um, equal, splendor, white sugar, alcohol, tobacco, you understand? And and they make it seem as though it's chic. You understand the whole programming? Everybody drinks. The surgeons are drinking. The lawyers are drinking. The judges are drinking. You understand? And so alcohol in and of itself, alcohol plus the cigarettes, 
plus the tobacco, have killed more people, destroyed more lives and more livers than all of the wars that these people have have fought, started, initiated to this day. And so it's necessary for us to get the gumption to be in a place and space where we are of the mindset to understand that that the degradation of the people, the cellular oppression, the violation charged upon the blood, the usurpation of the wealth and the riches and the treasures of the temples of the living gods and goddesses is something that we have the opportunity to write in our own daily effort in clearing, cleansing, and consecrating our body temples and to know that that's the work that needs to be done and there's nothing that we can do that really makes sense if we will not do that work. And so I'm the one who's consciously, consistently, continuously speaking to the issues of our liberation, our salvation, our deliverance, our wholeness, our healing, the necessity of our consciously caring to raise completely up, to be in a place where we're no nonsense. Why? Because our children are at stake. Our grandchildren, our great-grandchildren, the legacy of the lineages that we represent. And in this now moment, generally family members, a lot of people are just, they just so full of, of the advertising. They full, so full of the poison, so full of the toxins that they can't hear. It's like a blockage upon their mind, a blockage upon their hearts, a blockage upon their soul. And so if you can hear and you can feel, then take leadership in getting the support that you require in order to really become vivid in the expression of love, light, wisdom, truth, peace, poise, power, and potency as our right response to being under a global initiative that is depopulation and genocide, as is evidence in the pandemic of sickness, illness, dis-ease, despair, degradation, violation, molestation, rape, incarceration, and all of this dis-energy. We should not be satisfied with it. We should be in a place and space where we're highly offended and that we are extremely caring to be repentant for our participation with it. On behalf of all of those that have come before us, I've been in every major city up and down the East Coast years ago when I was I was on the road for a couple of years. And I realized that for whatever festival it is and whoever's name it was, there's nothing festive about seeing us in such degrees of degradation, such degrees of nutritional deficiency, spiritual misalignment emotional immaturity that there's nothing festive about it we can bring all of the energy together and all of the the speakers and all of the uh vendors and all of that and there's nothing festival no festive energy about us being under an agenda that is genocide and not really being intensely intentional to be triumphant with it, over it. 
aligning ourselves with that which is light, that which is right. And so those who exalt the names of whoever is ones you're exalting, I'm telling you, you have the responsibility to exalt the lineages that you represent, the legacy of the lineages that you represent. When children are asked who are their heroes and they can't talk about their own family members, but they're having to go by somebody else's account of somebody else's life, whether it's Dr. King's or whether it's Malcolm's or no matter who, we need to come to a point and place where we are leadership and we are exemplary in the light of love, integrity, high ethic, morality, being vivid in our self-reflection, self-expression is these points of an absolute and supreme intelligence to give our children the example of what it is to walk in the integrity of our own authenticity under the authority of the absolute and supreme intelligence and the laws that govern us. But to put us in a place where we continue to send our children to public school, continue to send them to daycare and consistently, consistently provide them with support in cellular oppression because these systems are set up to oppress us. This is the foundation of it. And the only reason that you're consistently and continuously doing it is because you haven't asked to be able to do something different, to create your own, to homeschool or to realize that really what, what the real issue is, is that whatever's going on at home is school. And there's nothing that their children are going to get outside of the home that shapes their character and aids their misalignment, their disinterest their degradation than the lessons that they see at home in the inebriation, the intoxication, the violation that their parents exemplify. And for us to be in places where we are having children with ones and ones and then not really respecting the reality that there's a merger that's taking place, a merger of lineages, there's a marriage that is there. And these things puts, put us in places where we're not able to respond. We're still facilitating the divisiveness because we are not oriented in knowing that it's the order of existence or what we refer to as God's way. That is the way of our salvation, our liberation, and our being in a place where we have leverage over the forces, the planning, the plotting of the forces of Satan, Lucifer, the devil, and the demonic energies. The programming has been so intense that right seems wrong and wrong seems right and people would rather exalt their right to be wrong than cleanse themselves so that they can be rightly aligned with that which beats their heart and breathes them and they would risk stroke and aneurysm and heart attacking them than to really take the time to be completely cleared from the violation of a death culture. And so under this system of oppression, nobody has been spared. It affects absolutely everything and everyone, everywhere. Every hue of people are affected by the dis-ease, the imbalances, the miseducation, the religious training, being lied 
two war the gangs putting a place in space where you think that you can prosper at the detriment of other ones that we can continue to exalt the divisiveness through racism classism homophobia and all of these other isms that undermine the integrity of the divinity of who we are and as we can look each other in the eye and when you really look real carefully into someone else's eyes you will see yourself you can be raw and not be clean you understand righteous is the new sexy you can be raw and not be righteous And so we want to be whole, body, heart, mind, life, and soul. We want to honor the divinity of our being. To know that we're breatharian first. We're 80% water otherwise. And so consuming a bunch of dehydrated things is not necessarily the best thing for anybody. Because the majority of people are dehydrated anyway. And the consumption of a bunch of uh, nuts and seeds, sprouted or soaked or otherwise, is not alkalizing, it's not hydrating, it's not oxygenating. So we have to learn how to cleanse and then nourish, oxygenate, hydrate, mineralize, and open up all channels of elimination so that we are facilitating the healer within and functioning harmoniously with the body's functioning directly and not just appealing to someone's cookbooks and all of this, I'm just saying, is that we have to realize that for where we are in this now moment, our greatest appetite, lust, and passion, hunger, and thirst should be for the fullness of the light of ourselves, our divinity, our right alignment, our clearing, our purification, the exaltation of the divinity of our being and the reinstatement of the high estate of manhood and womanhood. It matters that we care to come correct. It matters that we care to be in a place and space where we are able to discipline ourselves, become disciples of truth that whatever the issues, whatever the doctors have diagnosed you with, you can get support in reversing whatever those issues are and you can be completely healed and made whole and it doesn't take as much time as it took to create the issues. 
But it is still going to take time. There's no panacea. There's no magic pill. You've got to participate in the process. And just taking your body parts out does not make you whole. And I'm just saying is that if you're listening to me, if you hear me, if I'm really, really reaching you, then you'll understand exactly what I'm saying. We cannot support the violation, the subjugation, the domination of other beings and feed off their body parts and be whole people, be liberated people, be in the integrity of, of who we are. It just can't happen. And if you can eat anybody dead, any dead body, any carcass, and not be sick, if you say, oh, well, I only eat it every now and again, if you can eat it and not be sick, that's the evidence of how much toxicity is in your system that you can literally poison yourself and not feel the effect of it. And the other side of it is that when the blood is clean, when we go through that process of clearing, cleansing, consecration, our body temples, you understand, and charging the blood with the, with the frequency of vibration of knowing and appreciating, loving and exalting the intelligence of our being then I guarantee you that you're going to have a much greater thought. You understand? And what's happening is that people are shifting, but they're not really doing the work that gives them leverage because the leverage is going to put you in a position where you have a greater thought and you can leave the jobs that you're working. See, we do what we can do until we know to do better. But when we're asking and exalting our rights to really remember the essence of ourselves, and to tap the wealth of ourselves, then you're going to leave these jobs. You understand? There's no way that you're going to work, continue to work on behalf of the corporate deities of death because you get a greater thought. You understand? You get a chance to really cultivate who you really are and the gifts that you have. You understand? Particularly when you are consistent over time in doing the inner work. And this is what's necessary. This is why we've been given time on Mother Earth to be able to take the time and utilize the time that we have to step into timelessness and to begin to quantum leap. We're in that realm now where you can quantum leap into absolute reality, quantum leap into the greatness of yourself, quantum leap in the realizations, the revelations, the epiphanies that allow you to be able to truly rejoice in the sanctity and the sacredness of being directly so that we're bypassing a lot of the sickness, illness, degradation and whatnot because we are doing that which is ours to do in realizing the power that we have, the faculties of God that we've been given. And so be careful about who you're listening to. Because what you focus on generally expands. And I am really one who is caring to support us and support you in reclaiming the wholeness. Because divisiveness, divisiveness is the agenda to be divided within ourselves, to be divided within our families, to be divided within our communities, nation against nation, race against race, mother against father and father against son and daughter against mother. You understand all that divisiveness? You got beef with your family members. You understand we can't we can't love each other. And then once you begin to try to clear yourself and cleanse yourself, then it becomes an issue. 
You understand? And, and nobody has anything to say to you. I went through it, you know, but sometimes you have to keep going. Right. Because what? Because nobody, nobody, mama, daddy, the husband, the wife, they may make you feel really good or the lover may make you take your breath away or make your heart skip a beat, but they don't beat your heart and they don't breathe you. So your first love and your first responsibility is to that which beats your heart and that which breathes you. Because nobody else maintains and sustains you. And the greatest harmony in our relationships is going to be when we are each committed to living, each committed to life, each committed to exalting a full life's urge, each committed to optimum cellular functioning, each committed to walking in the integrity of who we are as whole beings, healthy, wealthy, wise, and powerful, creative, dynamic, insightful, intuitive totally activated as these living, loving, intelligent, potent, and immortal points of an absolute and supreme intelligence. And this is Adama, your voice of resurrection and heraldess of the eternal.